Okay. Um, this is Expertish Podcast. Hi. Um, it's Olivia here. And I'm Abigail. And I'm Michaela. I'm a yes. student at U of M as well. Yeah, Michaela, what's your major? I am a political science major looking to oh, go pre-law. Or law, I mean. Law school, law school on the <laughs> yeah. East Coast, right? Uh, yes, preferably. Oh, <laughs> Any particular school? Um, no. Hopefully something Ivy, but that's a stretch. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, Ivy material girl. Yeah? Elle Woods. That's, a, that's what I Yes. Oh, my gosh, yes. Just L. Alright. Well, I don't know. How has, um, like, first semester been for you? Like, first part of second semester been? Uh, it's been fine. It, it's definitely better than the first semester. I think first semester is, like, stressful, stressful because yeah. you're getting used to stuff. Yeah. Um, I definitely partied less, though, second semester. So that maybe that, maybe that, that <laughs> might be an issue. Cool. Like, 18 credits, right? Which is yeah, 18, 18 credits. credits right now? Yes, I'm taking Holy 18 cow. credits, and I started working this semester, too, so I'm a what? little, like, tired. Yeah, I'd take you no, for any of those hospitals. Four shifts a week. Yeah, yeah. I, I worked six this week. Oh, my God. Um, oh, my I'm Wait. working at the CCRB, yeah. Oh, that's fun. Uh-huh. Do you, like, swipe the cards? Yeah, I try to do homework as much as I can while okay, I'm working yeah. because, yeah. like, Those you just sit kids. there. It's a, it's it like a very boring job. Or, like, the so, it kind of, like, rotates. You yeah. can kind of... it. So, the you pick shifts, like, at the beginning. Uh-huh. So, if you get last pick, if you haven't worked, like, FA. So, like, FA is the worst one. Uh, it's, like, the fitness uh, advis- advisor or whatever. So that's, like, the person who walks around the oh, whole shift yeah, and is, terrible. like, and, and is like, yo, put up your mask. Like, <laughs> that's who those people are. No. But, like, I would much rather get, like, Bell, Main, Welcome. Those are, like, okay, the places okay. where you Bell just pool. watch people swiping right, their cards. Right. Yeah, if you work in the pool area, like, Bell, like, you get ten people maybe coming in, like, yeah. two hours. So, oh it's, so that's it's, ideal. That's ideal. It's pretty wow, chill. Okay. I can't even complain. But, wow. So it's been interesting since we're human, but yeah, nice little introduction we got going on here. <laughs> All right, what is your topic to educate us okay, about? So what is your thing? Yeah, your expertish thing. Okay, my expertish. So <laughs> once again, I'm not an expert. Let's just clarify that right from the beginning. Hence the ish. Hence, H- hence the ish. There we go. So I am currently taking a class on social deviance this semester. I'm taking a seminar. And one of the things that we actually started talking about was, was the sex registry. So, like, oh, wow. first, first, uh, I want to hear your guys' like, opinions. What do you think of the oh, sex wow. registry right now? Like, oh, before geez. I get into the okay. story. Um, can I, like, share a brief, like, experience? Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> I know what you're going to say already, you but know yeah, the go story. ahead. Um, in eighth grade, my friends and I, for, I, um, like, I won't say names, because I don't know if, you mm-hmm. know, whatever. But we were all walking around and collecting pop cans to fundraise for a trip we were taking for, like, a school-sponsored thing. Anyways, um, <laughs> we went, we were going around from house to house, and we stopped at this one place and walked up the, like, kind of steep driveway, right? To, mm-hmm. um, and these guys were there, and they were just, like, like working on cars, fixing stuff, talking. And we shared our, you know, like, story thing, whatever, and introduced ourselves and said, hey, we need some, like, pop can money. Do you have any pop cans lying around that we could have and go turn in? And they were like, why do you come a little bit closer? Oh, God. Uh, no, that's, like, the first us? sign. No, actually, I'd say the first red flag was that they were male, but no. <laughs> <laughs> but go on. Get into it, get into it. Um, so then uh, one of my friends did, and then the, so there's like three of us. The other one was like, yeah, let's maybe walk down the mm-hmm. hill and let's yeah. let's just move on. Um, so we did move on, and um, in the end, we figured out that 
that house was registered to a sex offender. Oh, we didn't know who it was, but it was, like, a really scary moment because, like, you just didn't know mm-hmm. at the time. And in retrospect, it was freaky. So I guess my opinion or, like, thoughts about it should be more comprehensive. I, I know that's, like, out there, but, like, yeah. not everybody knows where to find it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like that. So, yeah, which is good. Do you guys, so you guys think that the sex registry is a positive thing, then, like, in society? I think it's good for people to know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I think I that's think that fair. People should have a right to know. That. Um, yeah. Do you think that there should be a murder registry? Because I'll tell you right now, there's not. Really? The only thing there's... out there, like the sex registry, where you can see where sex offenders live in your neighborhood what? and that kind of stuff, is the sex registry. There is no anything for murders, anything for forms of domestic abuse, um, any forms of any kind of abuse, really. It all centers around, the only thing like the sex offender registry is the sex offender registry. Why? Good question. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I mean, you would think that crimes like murder would be better broadcast. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but they're people, not. People get off on it so mm-hmm. much. People, like, will serve yeah. like, 15 years for, like, murder. And get yeah. out on parole. And you granted, like, all crimes are public records, correct? Mm-hmm. But... Really, sex offenders, uh, sex crimes, that kind of stuff are the only thing that it's so easy to look up and that you can see, like, according to your neighborhood. So, one of the big things with, like, social deviance that we talk about, there's a big theory called labeling theory, right? Yeah, yeah. And I know you know about this, Olivia, I, because... I don't. Could you elaborate yeah, yeah. on it? So, criminology, so, we took class. Yeah, we took a class okay, of criminology in high, in high school, which, by the way, I don't think they know this, but we went to high school together in Ionia, <laughs> Michigan. Yeah, uh, to our Prison listeners. town. Prison town of prison Michigan. City. So, yeah. oh, I God. guess maybe it's fitting <laughs> it's we're talking about <laughs> sex offender registries and the crimes right now, but... Oh, okay. So, basically, uh, in social deviance, labeling theory is the idea that when you're labeled with a crime or you're labeled with a stigma, you slowly start to become that. Or okay. uh, you associate that label with mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, if you were... Say you misbehaved at one point in, like, elementary school... And then all of a sudden, like, teachers put that label that you were a bad kid, you were a bad student on you, and never really gave you that chance to improve in elementary school, then that label, that stigma carries through the rest of the school, and then you yourself start to believe it and feed into that idea. Okay. And you start acting like it, too. Exactly. Feeding into that Mm -hmm. more and more. And it, it happens in all classes, too. Like, being poor, for example, or, like, just being, coming from a bad home, like, society will naturally put you as labels or label you as something and eventually what happens Mm -hmm. very often sadly is that if you are put a bad label is put on you you start becoming that or you start believing it and associating it with your identity which is obviously struggle so label labeling theory is very strong with sex offenders because the that's a whole basis of the sex offender registry is labeling people so now we can talk about whether that's a good or a bad thing yeah right because I'm sure, I don't know if you guys have ever heard this, but there's a lot of different things you can put, be put on the sex uh, offender registry for. Literally peeing in public. Really? Yeah. You can be put yeah, on the sex offender registry for all, yeah, okay. all kinds of things. So, like, say so you got drunk. Like, if wait, I have a question. So, yeah. if you, if I looked on it right now, would it, like, say what they were on there for? Or would it just, like, say no. that they're on there? That's, so they the, that's what like bugs me even more. Because yeah. the sex Jeez. offender registry okay. does not say what the sex crimes wow. are. 
So yeah, so theoretically, Someone like you could have had, had a drunk, teenager, had a drunk night. Yeah, you're like nineteen, uh-huh. and you go out and like you peed in a public park. Yeah, peed in like an alleyway or you something, and a lab- cop caught you. Someone might see you as like a exactly rapist. And and, and so yeah, and a lot of times, uh, I think it might label. Once again, I'm not an expert, but <laughs> it might label whether it was against a underage person. Okay. Or, or if it adult. wasn't. So this kind of brings us into <laughs> the sex offender registry. How do you guys feel about juveniles being found guilty of sexual misconduct and being put on the registry for the rest of their life? On the same registry. On the same registry. And does it say whether they're a juvenile or whether they're No. When they first age? committed it? No. It doesn't, it doesn't so give like, you any of that information. Wait, so it oh just gosh. gives you, like, their so addresses. a person who's, like, 16 and being It doesn't tell you what their crimes are. Or it their just, age. It just... Or, like, when it happened or anything. It doesn't tell you the details of the crimes. It just tells you that that person committed a sex crime and is therefore now on the registry. And it gives you, like, where they live and all that kind of stuff. You could literally be 10 and be put on the sex offender registry for the rest of your life. Oh, gosh. So, like, I'm going to go into a story that we actually read for my class. Um... And it's Story if, time. If, if, if anybody <laughs> wants to read it, it's called it's an article from the New Yorker. It's called The List, and it is actually written by uh, Sarah Stillman. And she goes into it, and she tells the story of this girl named Leia Dubok. Okay, so right now, or in 2016, when the article was written, she was a 22 year old college student. Okay, so I guess to summarize it up. The the article talks about many different cases of juveniles being put on the sex offender register. Um, This one specifically talks, um, if we're specifically talking about Leia's story, she was uh, put on the sex registry, I think, when she was, like, 10. Oh, my gosh. Or, like, very young. Mm -hmm. So, oh, at the age of 12. Okay. um, Or around there. So, and mind you, like, she goes on to explain, she's like, at the time, I didn't even know what sex was. She was like, I had no idea what it was. She talks about how, at the time, like, like, sixth grade, mm, she was having issues with her parents, they were arguing, and she had a little sister, and Mm -hmm. they would watch, like, TV together, or whatever, Mm -hmm. and I guess, you know, their parents didn't censor things very well, or explain things very well, Mm -hmm. so they'd see sex scenes, they'd get curious, and they reenact stuff, like, on the TVs, or, like, they didn't know what they were doing. Right. And with parents, like, not being present, I think that's really tough to, like, exactly, for... Or, like, not have it explained to you, but... Yeah, yeah. So, they didn't really know what they were doing or anything like that, but the younger sister, once again, not even understanding it really either herself, mm-hmm. I guess uh, they were in a therapy session or something at one point, talking about their parents, and that came up that that happened. And so, uh, young Leia, or whatever, who was in, uh, in her elementary school, was, like, pulled out of classes, and was, like, because they found out that she was committing sexual acts against her sister, as the older sister, um, had to go to juvenile court. So, like, the therapist reported this. I think it was the therapist. I I could be wrong. It's a very long article. But either way, it might have just been a teacher, but either way... Um, somebody had just, like, her younger sister mentioned it briefly or mentioned, like, what happened, what they did at home, and, um, it was reported as teachers would Mm -hmm. or as, like, a school faculty would, and she was then taken to juvenile court. So did she, like, get any time, or did she just, like... So I think the the option was, there was, like, an option of time, or 
she could go to a rehabilitation camp for sex offenders, which she ended up doing at the age was of she not with, even about sex. Was mm-hmm. she wow. with, like, old men? I think she was with other juveniles. Okay. Um, but, mind you, there are... T- I'm not saying that there's all juveniles who commit sex offender crimes don't know what they're doing. Because yeah. there definitely are. Like, especially when you get into high school... There's definitely rapists. Yeah. There's a, I mean, yeah, yeah. you know that that's the case. Yeah. And, and they know what sex is and they can Exactly. Yeah. Like, they, at a certain age, yeah, they, you do get it. You know people understand it. And, and, uh, 12, so like, you, you don't question the attentions behind what they do are mm-hmm. probably bad. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, we see, you want to talk about, like, serial killers, murders, uh, continuous offenders, um, they do start showing tendencies when they're younger that's of, right. like, that kind of thing, yeah. like, the assault. Um, but she was placed in a camp that, in, like, a clinic for a decent amount of time. I think it was at least a summer. And she said she didn't really understand any of that kind of stuff or, like, understand the negatives of it and how terrible everything was until she went there. So, like, this camp, like, completely corrupted her innocence because she was around these girls who were physically sexually abusive, Uh like, all that kind of stuff. So, like, obviously, I think that is enough to ruin somebody's childhood. Like, I think she already came from a bad enough background. Her parents weren't... I mean, they were, like, I'm sure they tried their best, but they weren't the best as far as monitoring their kids. And then she goes there, goes to there, um, and eventually she gets out, but once again, once you get out, you're labeled as a sex offender for yeah. the rest of your life. So oh she is gosh. now on the sex offender registry, and this is a label she will take with her for the rest of her life. Is there a way to get that off? Like, is there a way that, like, you know, like she can petition it, or, like, she can, or anybody can, like, petition it? Or I'm pretty it? sure she's tried but I, t- I think to no avail. I'm pretty sure she's, like, still on it. But I That's think they're crazy. in the process of trying to make some changes regarding it. Mm-hmm. Um, the article talks about, like, some movements that are hopefully being made um, to prevent things like that. But going on in her story, she eventually goes to college. And she's actually from Kalamazoo, Michigan. Okay. Okay. So, um, I know you know where that is. Yeah. yeah. You know where that is as yeah. well? Okay. So she's from Kalamazoo. I'm pretty sure she goes to West Michigan, um, or... Western? Yeah, Western, sorry. Yeah. (laughs) Western (laughs) University. We beat the math of all. That's all we know. That's all I know. (laughs) (laughs) But, but, uh... Over there somewhere. (laughs) (laughs) Something something like that. We showed them what a real game day was. It's no big deal. But, anyways. (laughs) Um, so she went there. Eventually, she's getting her PhD and everything. Like, she went to school for an extensive amount of time. She really excelled. I think she did something with social work. Um, I could be wrong, but, like, she definitely went into a field of helping people. Um, and so, however, uh, eventually somebody looked on the registry and found out that she was a sex offender. So, what do you think happened at her college? Like, she was getting targeted. Um, like, yeah, she was getting targeted by other students, other people living in the society. Mm -hmm. Um, and it was hard. And, And then she's like, and then I get out of school... So, I mean, she's targeted... She said, as being on that list, like, I fear for my life. Right. All the time. Because there's people who make um, demonstrations out of sex offenders all the time. And I think especially, like, her, her label is considered a sex crime against a child. And now, I don't think she's a pedophile, but... No, because when, like, she's the same... But she's labeled as that now. 
So she's a child sex offender, That's even really, though yeah. it's crazy because, you know, her and her sister, yeah. she was like 10, 12 at yeah, the time. Yeah, true at all. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> like she wasn't intentionally, <laughs> oh my gosh. like, preying on kids. Yeah, I mean, she was a victim. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, of, like, seeing that on the screen uh-huh. and, like, yeah. having... So she, you know, so she goes through that uh, for a while. She graduates, she's got a PhD, like, brilliant mind. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, she, you know, worked hard at school cannot get a job anywhere. Absolutely nowhere. She's got it on her record, you know, she's on the register, it doesn't matter, she can't get a job. Um, Spent spent all this money, yeah, yeah, she's working, like, minimum wage jobs wherever she can get them, and she's got a PhD, like, (laughs) and she still can't get a job anywhere. Um, I think eventually she actually says, like, screw it, and moves to Japan, where she finds her now husband, and then they, I'm pretty sure they moved back, though, and it was, it was the same, the same thing. thing. She yeah. couldn't get a job, um, and it's tough. The, the article actually goes on to tell a lot of stories. Um, there's a story of one guy who, I don't remember the age difference, but he was 18 at the time, mm-hmm. and the police had questioned him, not for a sex crime or anything like that, but he was helping with another crime in the area, or they, uh, he was helping them with something that happened in the area. And um, they asked about his relation to a particular girl, and he's like, yeah, I'm, like, with her. She was, like, I don't know, 16, 17, 16 15, and they had had yeah. sex or something. Mm-hmm. And the story goes on to kind of... T- or was he... He was 17. I think she was 15 at the okay. time. So... And then, at that point, like, the police report it, and he was, now he's going to, I think he went to jail for a little while, actually. So, he goes to jail, um, and, yeah, so he's in jail, and I mean, it was consensual. The the girl he was with even came out, she's like, it was consensual, like, I totally agree to it. Also, I thought, like, he's... he's I don't remember the name, or the age exactly, I want to say... He was, like, he was but either 18 or 17. Like, you could be charged as an adult. Well, the, that, oh. yeah, because I think she was under the age of consent, so she was right, under 16, okay. and I think he was, like, maybe so 17. Okay. So, uh, at that point, like, I think he can be charged. But, uh, so, yeah, so he ends up going to either juvie or some type of re- rehabilitation. Uh, but he tells he tells stories of, like, eventually, like, he gets married and has kids, Mm -hmm. and he can't actually be around his kids alone. Really? So, and eventually him and his wife got divorced, um, and he has, he can only have, like, supervised visits with his kids. So even, and even when he was, like, married to her, and they would just be, like, having, like, dinner. Yeah. She couldn't, like, leave? No. All because he was in a consensual relationship. Yeah, while he, while when he was younger. So, and he's, like, this carried all the way through with him, uh, and they talk about a lot in this article, too, like, when you're a sex offender, if you travel anywhere in the U.S., oh, the yeah. first thing, you have to report to police stations mm-hmm. to report that you are there um, as a sex offender. So, like, when uh, the girl we were talking about earlier, when she did that, like, she went to go visit home. She had a boyfriend at the time. Mm-hmm. And she went to go visit his uh, city. Yeah. And she, the first thing they had to do is they had to go to the police station. And report wow. that she was there. And, like, it's just something that follows you. Yeah. Um, but, so, there's definitely a lot, there's a lot, uh, there's a lot of juvenile kids who are put on the sex offender, or sex offender registry. Um, and 
I guess I don't have much left to say, but like that labeling idea, that labeling theory right. that we were talking about earlier definitely carries with them like their whole life. Mm-hmm. There's motions. There's people who don't think that it's right to, um, to be able to put juveniles on the sex registry. Yeah. Um, I think it also like depends on like what kind of crime I it agree. was. It depends like, on, like, the, it depends on the situation. And it mm-hmm. also should like, there should be like people who like, professionals like psychology mm-hmm. professionals mm-hmm. who would talk to her and say what's your side like right. as a 12 year old yeah. in that kind of household what did you experience yeah you would think Why that they would have do done it? that right yeah um there's some people who think the sex offender registry in general is a large violation of privacy because they're giving out addresses and like literally that's asking tough. for people to be targeted yeah, that's hard. and like so yeah. once you're put that like you can never be left alone mm-hmm. And I didn't know this. This is something my teacher brought to my attention. But apparently sex crimes are one of the lower crimes that are, like, repeated or, like, have re-offenders. Oh. I didn't know that. I thought that... So as compared to, like, like As compared to, yeah, like, theft, um, theft, abuse, like, um, physical abuse, that kind of Mm -hmm. stuff. Like, apparently sex crimes are... They have they are repeated less often, or you have reoffenders less often. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Um, in particular, See, like just like based on the media, I would have had assumed that yes, it happens yeah. like more frequently. Right. Like if, if someone's on and I on think there it, three or four offenses. Mm-hmm. I and I think it do- definitely does happen, but um, it's just interesting to me that if we're going to have like a registry for sex offenders, even yeah. juvenile sex yeah. offenders, people who got put on so young. Literally going to put their address on there. Why don't we have it for other things? Yeah. Right. Um, especially if they are actually point, lower yeah. re-offenders. Mm-hmm. And, so, like, murder, too. There's a lot of cases where people will, like, get out on parole after 15 years after brutally yeah. murdering, like, mm-hmm. their partner. And that's, like, and you're worried about... Yeah. See, in my who, opinion... Like, right, I'd say murder is kind of There are definitely exactly. people that should, like... I think there should be definitely a spot that says, like, what they did. Because... Mm-hmm. If somebody, like, your next-door neighbor was, it's on the registry for peeing, like, when they were, like, In public, then it's, like, you don't, you don't, big you don't really yeah. care about that. I, I wouldn't care exactly. about the rest of their See, lives. I, I'd care yeah. if they were a serial rapist. I think that's, mm-hmm. I would be out. more in favor of if, rather than just simply a sex offender registry where we put, like, those kind of baseless crimes, I feel like, on it, if you had, like, more of a composite... A registry if you like if you want to do a registry to make sure that you're safe in your neighborhood mm-hmm. have like a registry with bad like bad crimes on it so like it separate separate not all sex crimes but the sex crimes that had like terrible intent that right. were like genuinely right. bad yeah or like terrible abuse cases of mm-hmm. abuses bad cases of anything like that I think that would be more beneficial than Kim putting labels on like such young kids or mm-hmm. anything like that that you know, and I'm, I, it's definitely a hard subject because I understand where yeah. in, like, neighborhoods right. you want to protect the people of in course, it. Yeah. And, like, even the story you t- told, Olivia, about how, like, um, like, you guys saw that he was on the sex front of Rich, and, and, and he was yeah. probably giving you really creepy vibes, too, so you're, like... But, like, you <laughs> have no idea, like, what their intentions are, and it's hard because and you don't want to assume the worst. You don't want to assume, but you also want to protect yourself. Yeah. And your so, children and your... Yeah. Exactly. So, it's yeah. definitely a very, like, sticky subject, and I'm curious to see, like, lawmakers and, like, where everything goes with this, yeah. if they're going to, you know, keep just the 
the sex offender registry, if they're going to allow, I think the big thing is like juveniles. Like I don't think all juveniles should be mm-hmm. on the registry. Like I think that if like something does happen where there, there is like that scenario where like a therapist or teacher re- like reports something, there should be an, an like investigation into I it. I agree. Right. Not just an immediate like, oh, you're blamed. Exactly. It was you. Put you away. Or like, you know, you're, you're on the list now. Mm-hmm. It should at least, at the very least, be like, Having a conversation with a therapist, mm-hmm. having a conversation with a right. psychologist, exactly. who can I actually mean, how do you go into it. to prevent any of this stuff if we're just automatically yeah. going to place them on the same yeah. level? The labeling theory, rapist. like you mentioned too, again, like, like the it's minute a the big cutter, thing. Yeah. It's a big thing in society. Like you can yeah. be labeled as anything, and I think being yeah. labeled as a sex offender is like one of the worst things you could ever be labeled. Because I mean, you're, you're out, and like people know it. And yeah, it's, it's not like you're a murderer in prison. Mm-hmm. Not having to deal with anybody Literally, from the outside. You know? I, I imagine trying to make friends like that. All right. your friends, you're hanging out with a friend sometime, and then it. I mean, I how many people have looked at the sex registry? I've, I've looked at the sex where registry. People like will like make a joke about wanting to like research like a new friend or Google mm-hmm. search a yeah. new friend that they make or a new boyfriend or you know someone they meet mm-hmm. on Tinder because they just are curious. Exactly. And you do that, and you find that they're on the registry for like yeah. for what you don't know yet, but you assume exactly. the worst. Yeah. And, and being labeled like, as that. your article example, I mean, she had this event when she was, what, 12? Oh, yeah. When and she, she went so on young. to do great things. She got a PhD. And then the second that and she people still find out she's on the registry, that's her when life. her life... So uh, her life is completely ruined from the moment, like, from the age of 10, 12. Like, yeah. that's terrible. It's crazy. Uh, so I think that if, if, in my opinion... If you wanted to do a registry for crimes like that, which I think is, it's a good idea. Like, it's, the intent Just behind it is yeah, terrible. Yeah. Yeah, because you want to keep your kids safe. You want to be mm-hmm. safe in a neighborhood. Um, I think it should be more based off of intent. Um, yeah. Like, you shouldn't just put every crime under that category. Or like, Especially when, not or, when you don't mm-hmm. label it on that site. Exactly. What they did. And you just have then the fact the that, worst. yes. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Oops. Email. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, and even, to, like, to your point, I think that just, like, having one, like, for murderers, too. For right. Users, yeah. Like, 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 also, we think about like, some other crimes here. They're also out there and yeah. living and. So, right. And just because something's public record doesn't mean it's easy to access. Right. Exactly. Like, you can't yeah. just tap on your location like you can with a sex registry and be like, okay, well, we do you know, like, how, like, how you would go about, like, doing that to find people <sighs> To that look on the public records. Wait, is there, like, a spot that, like, it's also, like, in this one town? Or is it, like... I'm not you sure. You search a specific person to see if they see, have See, I'm thinking you might have to search a specific person. For murder and... Other, for, okay. for, like, Which other crimes. Which is crazy because, like, that's a lot of work. Mm-hmm. Like, like right. the, sex, the Versus... sex offender registry is the only, like, comprehensive database where you can basically look at your location and see, like, everybody, all the sex offenders who have committed crimes around you. So. Oh. Oh Which is, it, it, that was definitely one of the things that shocked uh-huh. me the most when I was learning oh, about yeah, this in yeah, class, because, would. yeah, uh, yeah, because <laughs> that's crazy to me. <laughs> well, also, I mean, like, I know that, like, we're talking about, like, in our criminology class that we had last year, high school, mm-hmm. um, people who were, like, labeled as such, even if it wasn't, like, I, th- I know if, like, for her, it was good because she got out of it, and, you know, she built a life, or she, you know, has been trying to build something yeah. out of it, but, um, there are people who, like, would, like, just spiral. Mm-hmm. Oh, like, yeah. They, 
get into that in the guy i was talking about who had kids and like couldn't even see his own he did spiral Mm -hmm. like i think he Mm -hmm. ended up back in jail because he broke his probation because he forgot to charge his ankle monitor oh my gosh um (laughs) wow and like yeah he just spiraled he's like i i basically hate my life like he's like i can't get a job i can't see my kids i can't be with the woman i love um so, I mean, <laughs> yeah. So, I think it's definitely with the labeling theory, some people do spiral. Yes. So, yeah. and it's hard, like, to make the best out of it because uh-huh. you look at labels at any other community, any other thing in, in society, and look at how those impact people yeah. every day. So, it's with a label that big, like, that hefty, imagine how that could impact your life. Like, that's terrible. Wow. That's crazy. So... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I had no idea that, that was how it worked, mm-hmm. or Me that neither. was like, or there wasn't like categories on it that said what they did, yeah. how old they were when they did it, like, things I think people should know. And there cause... might, I mean, you might be able to look more into the specific details, but I think that when you people look at the register, like register, they just look so, at yeah, initially, they're oh, they're gonna, on the list. They're not going to do the work. They yeah, don't I research would. it to see, like, what they actually did when they actually did it. They just, they're like, oh, my gosh, mm-hmm. this person's a sex offender. Yeah. yeah. And then their opinion is made up. Exactly. Yeah. So <laughs> for the person. Why yeah. yeah. So I think, yeah, it's definitely, definitely tough, but. That's crazy. Wow. Yeah, I mean, I don't have much to left to say on the topic. No, I guess you I, covered a lot. I'll, I'll, oh, I'll leave people with their decisions and like what you <laughs> think about that. But I was definitely shocked to learn about yeah. it. Once again, I'm not an expert, so I definitely recommend that anybody who wants to goes and actually yeah, looks absolutely. at the article themselves. What was that um, article called? Again? So it's called The List. It's published by the New Yorker and it is written by Sarah Stillman. It was published on March March sixth of 2016. Okay. So relatively recent, yeah. but. It's definitely something I would recommend reading. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess like segue from I don't know, kind of like sad or depressing. Like, <laughs> sad or right. depressing. Right. Sex offenders. To, um, <laughs> to our like iHeart section. <laughs> kind of awkward. Um, uh, that's okay. We gotta lighten the mood a little bit. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mentioned this last episode, but I think my I heart has to be on Eli Rallo's A Miss Congeniality podcast. (laughs) I mentioned her to you today, Michaela, but, um, I don't know. I just love the advice she gives. Um, I love her mindset. That's always fun. Um, I would say, why do you pick another I heart? like one that I haven't done yet. Mrs. Maisel, the marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Oh my gosh. Mm. I've been watching that show. Kind of getting ready for like yeah, the next season. Yeah, so I turned Olivia onto that one. <laughs> yeah, my yeah. all time favorite TV show, so, and we're preparing for the next season. It's fun. Yeah, coming out February. I don't know, like something. Yeah, mid February, I, I think. Oh, that's exciting! But I've actually yeah, Miss Maisel coming out. Alright, I heart for you, Abigail. Well, I'll I'll piggyback your Miss Congeniality because <laughs> yeah, like I showed Liv Mrs. Maisel, um, she showed me Miss Congeniality and Eli Rallo, so Love it. that's been really <laughs> it's fun so to much listen fun. to. Yeah, it really is. It's very just conversational and insightful. Yeah. Um, and then I'll also add, I've been watching the show Outlander on Netflix. Oh, Outlander. Uh, very good um, period piece, romance, uh, lots of action. <laughs> My sister would love you. Time My travel. sister loves Outlander. I'm a big fan, I, remember, I went over to your house with Kayla once, and Maddie was watching Dude, that. Dude, she was obsessed with really? the show. Okay. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I just, yeah, I'm yeah. into it, but I love it. There's books on it, too, and they're, like, 
so thick. They're big boys. Like, is there a whole series? Is it like five oh, books? I don't even know. I think it, I just Hold I on. saw one book and it was like massive. I don't know if there's multiple ones or not. Weird. To be honest, I uh, no, I think that there is. I saw somebody post in an Instagram story mm. about like a new book from the same author that came out. Oh, and I feel like it's a series. Oh, does that mean a new season? Maybe. Maybe I don't know. Maybe? I don't know. Oh, Who knows? Oh, okay, Michaela. Okay, I heart. Big moment. Okay, <laughs> so I think my iHeart is going to have to be Sims Free Play. Uh, you can get it on your iPhone app store today. It is one of the best games known to man. I've been playing since fifth grade of elementary school. Oh, my goodness. Is your and, house, like, all built up and nice? Can we see uh, it? Multiple houses. Can we see and it? so for anybody asking, yes, my town, my SimCity is worth over... 20 million simoleons. So, <laughs> rich bitch. Oh, uh, my goodness. And I actually am on level 43 now, so, like, booze. Wow. Um, I've dedicated Bougie. a lot of time and effort to this game, but currently I am... Oh, my gosh. All my sims are aging up. Sorry, one second. I'll show you my... <laughs> I actually have, like, four different segments, but, like, we got this town. Oh, yeah. Oh, dang. You got a lot going on here. You got an I got an island. Oh, there's too, a bridge. Know? Oh my goodness. It's no big deal. Volcano. Like yeah. So basically. No big deal. Okay. <laughs> I just like good. <laughs> no. How many hours would you say that you put oh. into that? That's a loaded question. <laughs> you gotta play it intermittently because you gotta make sure like all your Sims are staying on task for okay. late. Yeah. It's not you a game. You can just like drop out for a month. Exactly. But no, you never exactly. get bored. You don't. You gotta. I would get bored. I would get right so now, bored. Here's the, well, actually, I'm not even gonna lie. I have deleted it a few times and then re-downloaded it, but it all saves to my uh, mm-hmm. iCloud, so it's fine. But uh, I do have to say that um, right now I'm just killing off my Sims for their life orbs. So <laughs> if I. <laughs> that like, That's deep. Oh my gosh. No, because you need their life, life orbs to build new places sometimes. Like some of the places on the island need their life orbs so i'd be like okay your life path <laughs> You were a fifth grader playing this your game. Life, oh my goodness! Your life Kill passion your is life your life passion is sports, and then like you pick out oh like God. a goal for their whole life and say it's like I want to work at a stadium, and then you do that until they all their dreams are met, and then when you kill them, you get a life orb. So you kill them right when they're like peak happiness. Oh yeah, <laughs> every okay. time. Okay. Like that's right. That's right. I was like, I logged on to show you guys that, and I had like five Sims ready to die, and then I was like, I can't do that right now. <laughs> And then I just exited off of it. No. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. It's like me. I had to get rid of the game, but um, twenty forty eight. Stop. I played oh that my game. gosh. I still okay. play that no, game. I, I still play that game, game. until oh I got to sixty five thousand. No. And that's then it crazy. was thirty two k something whatever. Sixteen eight four. I w- I got up so high. It took me a solid week of I like can't playing that one. Four. Four? No, four, like 4,000. <laughs> oh, um, I was going to say, you can't get past four. I'm, is, oh, my gosh. Like, at some point, it automatically generates four for 96. you. Like, yeah, four, like it's 496. 2048, 4096. 4096. That's too much I can't get past that. 80. Stop. Uh, but I do play that game, like, in my Greek mythology class in between my naps. So, uh, that lecture is boring. Sounds like you're getting a lot done in that class. Yes. I mean... But it's that game for me right now. I'm playing Wordle. Okay. I, I stay up you would. every night. I saw this. <laughs> I stay up every night to midnight to play the new Wordle. Uh-huh. The new mini from New York yeah, Times. Yeah, I do that. 
And I also do a Sudoku every single night. That's so good. That's um, your IQ I just play Sims. The roof. <laughs> I don't have any other games on my phone. Wordle is real fun. I play what Sims and I watch TikTok. So I'll show you what I did. <laughs> okay. So Wordle's like this. I'll we can we can do it afterwards, but there's okay. a good way to play it. But it's 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 really 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 fun. I recommend okay. it to anybody. It's like it's, <laughs> it's a good word game. So, yeah, another my third eye hurt. We have a podcast. Um, but yeah, Wordle. Very fun. And my mini crossword. I finished mm-hmm. in 50, like, something seconds this past time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think I'm I really finished good. in 105, so I'm real you quick. today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have to compare every day. But, yeah, fun stuff. Oh, other than that, is. I don't really have much else to say other than everybody stay safe out there. We got COVID and meningitis going stay around. Stay safe. Don't yes. Die. Oh, oh, my, my gosh. <laughs> Not to freak anyone out, meningitis has a 25% fatality rate, so what? get vaccinated. Holy yeah, I didn't crap. know that. <laughs> I did not know. I'm vaccinated. The more, the more you know. One out yeah. of ten people who get meningitis die. That so, would be weird. Well, now I'm scared. Yeah, okay. but the, if, I know. It's weird. That's but not, I looked it up. That's the statistic that's you not, gave me. That doesn't add up. It really doesn't. One out of no, ten. See, that's what I thought. 10%. See, like, let's look, up, let's look up fatality. <laughs> fatality <laughs> rate oh, no. of men in meningitis. It's all those frauds are spreading around. Who was it this time? I think it was DK or something. <laughs> yeah, it's a, so it's a twenty five percent fatality. What's um, like? What's the? Uh, and then it says about one out of ten who catches the disease dies. Are those from the same source? No. Mm. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, so either way, it's high. It's either like way, high it is a rate. high fatality. So don't go around kissing strangers. And stay away from frat guys. <laughs> yeah, it's like spread it. Like they spread it like through bodily fluids. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like saliva. Yeah. Yeah. Yikes, you guys be safe. Stay safe out there, boys. Yeah. All right. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Michaela, for being on the podcast. Yes, thank you. Thank Instagram. you for teaching us. Yes. So much. <laughs> Learning from you. I tried my best. <laughs> All right. See you guys later. Bye.